Hey, and welcome to Different Twang Podcast with myself, Rue. I'm Shay. I'm Tendai, but you can call me Tens. And we are coming to you from the 0161, that's Manchester, if you don't know. Now no. you know. You know. And now <laughs> you know. So, ladies, I'm going to start things off a little bit different today. I normally ask you how you guys are. Not that I don't care do care but you look fine to me right <laughs> so next <laughs> no i just want to i thought we might get to know you guys a little bit better you know what's shane okay. and i saying so what i want okay. to know is what are shane and tindai saying about their pet peeves tell me what are your pet peeves Mm. on the spot <laughs> i know i, was really I just tell you about to my pop week. out no plan or Let's nothing see. run it by me i can listen pet peeves hmm. pet peeve one of my pet peeves is and i think i've said this before mm-hmm. but like the toilet roll like the tissue roll <laughs> not being put on the hold of the like facing the right direction <laughs> how does it make you feel if it's the wrong direction it i have to change it i have to change it even if you go to like someone's house it gives me the ick <laughs> i don't even understand it i just don't i have to change it mm-hmm. <laughs> i just don't like it it makes me feel really uncomfortable it makes me like makes me itch if i see it <sighs> Literally just, oh, she said you it like makes it. her itch. <laughs> it does. It really does. Yeah. How about you, Tendai? Oh, like I'm trying to think. I know I've probably got plenty mm-hmm. pet peeves. Oh, when people try and shorten my name, like <gasps> r- t- um, my name is Tendai, right? And I've said, but you can call me Tens. That's yes. fine. I'm giving you guys permission to call me Tens, yeah. Don't call me mm. any other shortened <laughs> version of my Tindo. name. I don't, don't do it. I won't even answer. I would actually like pretend I did not even hear you. Like you can call me as many times as you want. It ain't. I'm, I'm it's not going to work. I ain't answering. It's just not going to, no, don't shorten my name unless I've given you the version I would like. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> some of the examples. Um, like what um, Rumba said, Tinder, which is a very like um, Zim way of shortening my name, and I absolutely loathe that. Mad. What does Tinder mean? Say thank you, give thanks. Ooh. What's funny is that it's literally got the same number of letters because you've not really shortened it, have you? Oh, it, it irks me. Like I won't. I don't <laughs> even answer anyone, including even my uncles. Have tried it, and I don't answer. <laughs> I literally like sit here like I'm sat here now. You could be calling it me that and it's not going to happen. Um, that's definitely a one of them. That, yeah, that one, that one is just, no. It's just a no-no. I can't negotiate with that one. <laughs> Go on, give us one of yours. One of mine. It's, um, I think it's to do with the toilet as well. I like to have the lid down when you flush it. Like, like I want the <laughs> lid down. Like, even like, you know, sometimes when, um, 
when I go into my bathroom, if I've had like visitors, some people still leave it out, but I don't get angry. I just have to put it back down because I just feel like, um, my toothbrush is in there. I just, you know how (laughs) a waterfall, you get the spray back of the water. (laughs) I just feel like that's what's Mm. going on in my toilet. That if someone flushes and the lid's not closed, all the misty water's coming out and landing on a toothbrush. And I'm just like, no. There's those toilets that flush like that. The ones that go like water all directions. They do that. Then you have the toilets that swirl that prevent that. Then there's one that just go one direction. I don't know. It flows well. In my head, I still feel like it's it's like a thing. But definitely the whole... um, I think the shortening of name thing is disrespectful as well, though. Don't they know about boundaries? Yeah, some people just get over-familiar for no reason. Like, we don't even know each other. Like, Have you ever had that I'm work? Not, um, oh, no, no, no. For me, it's when they try to add me on social media and then count <laughs> that I've not given you. Don't do that. Don't do that. Why they're trying to get to because work? My, I, I keep my work friends on my Facebook. Then if you if we're all if we're cool like that, yeah, you can have my social media handles. But don't try now now that you know that someone follows me that you think it's okay for you to follow me because you're not gonna get you're not gonna get the accept button. Or <laughs> <laughs> I'll accept. Then I'll just go to the thing. I love to say hide story. Oh, that's my new thing. Oh, yeah. Accept them and hide, yeah. every- and hide everything. I will not lie. Like, as much as I follow all my colleagues, I'm sorry if you hear this, but they're on my stories. It's all hide story. They can see, like... <laughs> <laughs> You're not seeing anything. No. Wow. I don't so know. Can- like, what if I post something bad? I don't know. But the funny thing is, like, I trust them not to say anything, but I don't know. I just... Hide story is the best feature on on Instagram I've seen. Trust me. But do you know yeah, what no. do? you know what's funny? They I didn't even know about it. Did it? you not? It's so good. I had I had the whole um you know that close friends that we talked about last week. Yeah. So now I no I no longer post anything on close friends. If I know that I'm going to move mad on the weekend, <laughs> it's just go go select the people that I know. <laughs> And I'm like, hide, 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 hide. Oh, my goodness. You guys are crazy. <laughs> and that's it. There goes the boundaries. Because wow. then tomorrow, I'm not I'm not the discussion over coffee. <laughs> You're not being held accountable for your actions. Uh, nope. That is hilarious. That reminds me one of... When my boss, um, it's nothing to do with um, Instagram, it's the Twitter one. My boss started following me on Twitter. I was like, no, no, this is not happening. Not, sir, not today. So I blocked him and then changed my, my like Twitter handle. I was like, what? We don't, we don't even say like much more than hi. Why are you trying to follow me on Twitter now? Now that you, why, why do I not hear what I've got to say now? On the internet. But if he finds me again, I really don't care. Imagine he can probably find out what I think about him on there. I'm joking. I never, say, <laughs> I never say anything bad about him <laughs> on Twitter. That's mad. <laughs> yeah. But no. um, how about you, Shay? What are you saying about um boundaries? What like boundary um do you like um what's the word like when it's crossed? You're just like no, this can't slide. <laughs> <She's> like, hmm? <laughs> 
<laughs> just thinking. I, I think really she struggled know. when you said that we were going to do boundaries and I didn't. I don't, oh. Do you know what it is? Yeah. I don't really think about boundaries. Mm-hmm. But you know when they're crossed. I don't, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Really? I don't know. I don't know. I'm really, I really struggle with boundaries. Yeah. Mm. Do you struggle like maintaining them with people or do you just... I don't know if I actually set, I don't think I go, I don't think I intentionally set boundaries. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. I'm just not, I don't know. I don't, I don't sit down and go, okay, these are the boundaries that I'm going to set and these are, I mm-hmm boundaries Mm. yeah i really struggle with boundaries i don't i don't personally think that i've set out any boundaries with anyone Mm -hmm. do you think you should or not because most cases well i know for me it's not like i'll be like listen when you start getting to let's say when you meet new people and new friends say this is my boundaries but it's one of those if you cross it i'm going to tell you and then we can move forward sort of thing but this is a a recent development though i've never been really into telling people about um okay Mm -hmm. okay wait do you know what maybe i need to understand what boundaries are so for, for example or i always say this i've got a few boundaries actually now that's popped up in my head but then this is the thing. I want to say my boundaries, and then again, everyone's going to think I'm moving mad. Here goes Sunday again. Here she goes no, again. Do you know what? It might be good to hear the boundaries that you guys have set because I really don't think I've set any boundaries, or if I have, they've been subconscious. Yeah. And, or they've not been yeah, crossed. So, yeah. For say? me, it's no, like no phone calls after 10. Like, With anyone? Yeah, I don't think people call me at that hour. Even your bae? No, he's allowed. Because <laughs> she's too busy talking to him, that's why. <laughs> We're doing pillow talk with him. But other than that... Is it that phone, you don't like, answer I it? Feel, um, I don't answer it then I return in the morning. Because I remember one person, I got this saying from another person, that was always stuck with me, that nothing is open after 10 except legs. Do you know what I mean? But how does that play to your phone? Oh my days. <laughs> so what? Why what? Why, why should I be when? available all the time? I'm not 24 hour Tesco in Asda. Okay, first of all, that that saying is flawed because like you said, there are 24 hour exactly. stores and it's not 24 hour McDonald's, McFlurry, no, exactly. No, but then those um, are just walk in, walk out, isn't it? it? Also, just like, like just to think, you have to have some personal time out of the 24 hours of the day. You can't always be available to everyone. Yeah, that's true. I wholeheartedly agree with that aspect. <laughs> but that's always, but that but I, for me, I think that. Well, for me, that's how I run my, my phone line. It's not yeah, open so after like, 10. It's not 24 I'm hours. I'm not always available, but if I don't want to speak to you, <sighs> I just won't answer the call or I won't. I just. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I've got no set time. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, this is me time or. If I'm not in the mood to speak or I'm busy or I'm occupied yeah, and I don't, or I just miss the call, I miss the call. Do you know what I mean? But I'm not like, oh, between these hours, these are my accessibility hours. Because sometimes if those hours, I might not be accessible. I'm okay. Now I'm thinking about it. Mm -hmm. I don't really feel, maybe I do have boundaries. I don't know. But is it bad to not have boundaries? Um... 
What I think is, yes, but I think you, you do have boundaries, but it's not something that you consciously think about, you know, as in. You probably have them, but no one, no one's. Yeah, I think I don't think they're boundaries that anyone has crossed. Y- yeah. Or you've then, but then maybe that's because there are no boundaries that have been crossed because I have not set boundaries. <laughs> I don't. How will I know true. whether the boundary has been crossed? Because if you'd I have feel not set the boundary if I don't know the boundary. Oh, uh, I I know what you're trying to say, but okay. For example, something that really irked me um this week at work because we're working from home and we don't have um. We don't have personal like work phones, but we do have like, you know, Microsoft Teams and we also have this app mm. called Communicator, which is like linked to our like office phone. So you can call people on that. So we have these two channels where you can call people from. So this guy, he mm. sends me an email, I wanted help with something and then he sends me his mobile number. I intentionally called him on and withheld because I ain't trying to give you my number. I don't know you like that. Mm. But I, I didn't use like this app thing. I just used my phone. And then he wanted to ask me another question. And when he'd finished the conversation where I called him, I'd said to him, if you need anything, email me and I'll call you back. That's what I said. Tell me why. Um, I'd gone for my lunch, right? So my lunch, I took a shower. And then he, tell me why. I see a missed call from him, from his number. And then again, like a few minutes later, not a few minutes, maybe 20 minutes later, call me again. I'm on my lunchtime, I'm not answering my phone. And again, this is not a company phone. Why are you calling my phone? I'm not going to answer it. So from that <laughs> time, I was really annoyed, but I didn't know who gave him my number. I was like, this is a boundary you should not cross. Although it's not something that I said explicitly, but I feel like it's common sense why are you giving out my personal number? It doesn't belong to the workplace. So next time I, I run into my manager, I'm going to tell him, like, listen, we need to cut this shit out. <laughs> like, I'm going to change phone. my number. <laughs> don't be giving it out to anyone because y'all don't pay for my phone and I don't want you to be calling me. But then why can is was it an intern? Was it a, a colleague? Yeah, it was. So why couldn't he call you on Teams or you just communicate? Like, exactly, that's exactly. the point. Surely you could have just communicated that yourself. To be like, like, what? You say it's common sense, but it clearly wasn't common sense for him because he felt that he... It, it was okay. I thought I'd give him grace because he's new. They might not have like explained it to him. Yeah, so then you can then say, hey, in future... Mm-hmm. If you need me, can you just contact me on Teams or communicate just because this is my personal number? Well, I could have said that, actually. But still, but the point is that the boundary was crossed already. He's got my number now. Did he know that? That was the boundary. No, you can still, you can still set the boundary. If it, if it irks you so much, you still have the opportunity to set the boundary and say, Hey, by the way, I just wanted mm-hmm. to let you know, this is my personal number um, and not a work number. Yeah. Um, so the best way to reach me would be on Teams. I agree. Um, communicator yeah, or via yeah. email. Do you know what I mean? And just I think, set it that way. I think it's because my gripe was it was given in the first place. Like, um, but that's not his fault. I know. It's it's definitely not his fault. Gave it to him. I think it's like a company thing. They're trying to think that... Um, their phones belong to them when they actually don't. So, yeah, I'll definitely 
um let him know i don't know i don't know what it is i need to understand boundaries better maybe mm-hmm. that's part of my issue maybe when it happens then i realize that oh this is a issue because i don't have boundaries set okay what about you guys tell me some of the boundaries that you have set okay tendai you said yeah, yeah phone calls after, after 10, 10 o'clock yeah however t- thinking about it and it, obviously it's, it's 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 like a flexible boundary it's not like a fixed boundary that boundary if, if i'm meeting you in the evening like let's say we're going out for dinner us three or going whatever and obviously we're meeting at nine or half nine and obviously need to talk at 10 i'm not saying i'm not going to talk to you now on the phone now that it's 10 o'clock <laughs> obviously that's a bit ridiculous but obviously if it's i know i'm expecting a phone call from you and it's going to be after hours that's all right but then just to catch up see how you are after 10 not really Mm-hmm. Um, I just won't. I probably, I just probably won't answer it because that's just yeah, my night time. It's quite interesting actually because the two of you have talked about boundaries that are linked to accessibility. Do you have boundaries that are not associated with accessibility? Um, I'll okay, say... I say I think all of mine are actually not thinking about it. Uh, you um, let's say um, I don't know if someone's mm. been taking the mate. You know if. If you've lent someone money like over a period of time and it's it's gone on series of time where they've not given it back, the boundaries now set to I'm never giving you money because because of our history. Do you know what I mean? Mm. But um, yeah, yeah. In terms mm. of other boundaries, I have the name thing going as well. For me, it's like I'm selective about who I want to call me Rue. It's funny. I'm on a podcast telling everyone to call me Rue. But the day someone I don't like calls me Rue, <laughs> I'm switching. <laughs> it irritates me. I'm not switching, like kicking off. I just get so angry and annoyed. Like, especially in the workplace. Like, at my old job, um, I went by my full name. I went by Ruvimbot. I was there for like two years and it stuck like that because of my first job. Um, I sometimes like people call me rude and then I was like, nah, I want that. I want my full, like, um, I wouldn't say English name. name. It's not English. (laughs) I want my full Shona name like that. But some people have got like the wrong person went into a pattern in my current job calling me rude and I'm just like, it makes me so annoyed. But then I think I can't, I can't be selective in the workplace about who calls me Rue or not, can I? No. Mm, you can, but then it's a bit it awkward. Can all, it will have its it will have its um What if they listen to the podcast? But it comes with its own consequences because then that makes it clear to people that you're showing favoritism of mm. But then is there any is anything wrong with showing favoritism? Yeah, it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I think in the Ugh. workplace, it can be a little <laughs> bit more misconstrued yeah. because because it's isn't is it not about familiarity more so than favoritism? Ooh. True, true. I've seen it once. That's what true. Because I work with this one nurse, and she likes to be called Sister So and So, and other people who she has given permission to can call her Lady So and So. Only out of banter. No, out of bands. Like, oh right. Bands, okay. lady and so and so, lady so and so, but she's okay. sister, so that's we call sister so and so. So let's say sister Margaret, and people who she's cool with like that can call her lady. What's a lady's name? Oh, I don't know. 
Lady. Like Lady Margaret? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> it's a complete name. Okay. Lady. Is it, is it different Lady Summer. Lady Summer. Lady Summer? A Lady Summer going to be called Summer. I don't think well, so. Well, that's what we're just saying because Summer's gone now. <laughs> <laughs> Lady Summer. Someone must have heard other people calling her Lady Summer and um, thought that it was okay for, the, her, for them to call her Lady Summer. Oh, she was like, um, my name is Sister Margaret. Thank you. <laughs> and it was like, ooh, okay. But then I could feel like the tension because it was like, well, everyone else has been calling you, you know, Lady Summer. All I did was mm. call you what other people are calling you. But I think mm. she... You you don't know me like that for you to be calling me that. Mm. You don't know why they're calling me that, so you can, you can't mm. call me that. Yeah, I I hear that because you know sometimes when you're at work and you hear someone, let's say for example, someone called David, they hear some people call calling them Dave, but when they introduce themselves to you, they said my name is David. When they sign off on the email, they said David. So why would you now go call them Dave just because you heard someone else do that? To be fair, I am in agreement with that. I think how the person has introduced themselves mm-hmm. or how the person would like to be called is how you should address them. Mm-hmm. Um, and I do it like when I meet new people because a lot of the time, a lot of people's maybe emails will have their formal name. Yeah. So then I will call them by their formal name mm-hmm. until maybe they sign off an email. Let's say their name is Rebecca. Yeah. Now I was about to say that. And they sign off yeah. an email and then they call themselves Becky. Yeah. yeah. Then until the moment that they've signed off that email and they've said, Becky, I'm calling them Rebecca. Or until maybe we have a conversation. And I'm like, oh, I've noticed this. Would you prefer to be called Becky? Yeah. Because otherwise, who am I to decide what you are named? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Other yeah. than what I'm presented. If somebody now tells me, oh, call Becky, mm-hmm. um, and I've never spoken to Becky before, I will assume she that Becky is the name. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Until yeah. corrected. Yeah. So if, for instance, I say someone tells me to call Becky, then me and Becky have a conversation and she answers the phone as, hi, it's Rebecca. I will then realize that I need to switch back to Rebecca. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because there is clearly, or I might have some slip ups and call them Becky by accident. Mm-hmm. But the truth is, they've made it clear to me, Rebecca herself has made it clear to me that it is Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got, I respect that. I've got a question. How about boundaries between family members? Have you guys ever come across situations like that? Mm. where you have to be like listen y'all need to stop because i feel like you know with like family it could be a bit hard because sometimes it's like oh but they're family so you sort of kind of want to give them like leeway sort of thing i I, i've come to the conclusion (laughs) i just don't get bound babe i just I want to be like Shay. I want to be like Shay. Or maybe everyone just respects her. (laughs) Maybe that's uh, a respectable person, so no one's crossing the line. No, it could go either way. Maybe I'm too relaxed and I just don't think that's the best way to be, though. Or I'm too. Or or I am very respected, but I don't think it's that. I just Mm. think. I don't think it's the respected part because don't get it twisted. Some people have been disrespectful. And if, if I don't like, I think I handle things on an ad hoc basis. Yeah, definitely. But I like there to be freedom. Like I'm, you know, family, Mm -hmm. 
I don't have a family that oversteps boundaries. Okay, I've got a hypothetical situation then. Okay. So let's say I want to be like Shay, I've decided. (laughs) Wait, before you say your hypothetical, because I kind of know people like their parents open their letters. Oh, Oh, hell no. Oh, yeah, we can't be doing that. Like, that's never happened. Did your parents ever do that? How about you, Tim? No. No, they sh- my mom even now when mail comes to the house, she takes a picture to show me the envelope, and then um she's like, oh you got mail and that's it, and then I actually say, oh you can open that and let me know what it is, please. Yeah, but she wouldn't. My my, my family's letters. never done. I don't. How would you react though if they open? I just, I just don't understand it. What how would you do? I would ask. I'd be like, are you alright? Yeah, hey, I just noticed that my my letter was <laughs> my mail has been opened. And if they have something to say, like we're adults, do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. unless it has yeah. to be an accident because it's never been the case. Yeah. I would also understand that if that happened, it was a mistake. Even yeah. when you were but younger, the truth is, it never no. happened. I would get told that I had mail. Le- yeah, because <laughs> it is illegal, that, you know. Like just just a PSA: it it's illegal to open people's letters. So if your mum's moving mad, you can report her. <laughs> I'm joking. Okay, you're moving mad. Imagine. <laughs> well, no, you, you can at least it... threaten her, but listen, you open them one more time. <laughs> you get the popos on you like, going is, in with for a forensics love. <laughs> you wanted to give a, a hypothetical. Um, hypothetically, let's say you're at home, like nothing to do. Well, you, you're just busy at home doing absolutely nothing. And then your parents just show up at your door. What are you doing? Are you are you like upset or wouldn't happen? Would you say <laughs> that's why it's hypothetical? <laughs> okay, with the nature of how my parents are, yeah, mm-hmm. I would understand that something is it's either something really important. Okay, they're trying to do some crazy surprise. <laughs> my parents are not the type to just show up at my door. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Do you know what I, I mean? Hypothetical. Okay. Let's switch it. It's not parents. So okay, how about it's not your parents? How so about it's any me, so, other family okay, member? Okay. It's me tonight. Just showed up at your doorstep. I'll be in my mind. I'm like, oh, you're in the area. No, we're in the area. We just came so, there. You just wanted what? to have like a day to yourself, and we just thought, oh, we'll go to Shay's house without calling her to say we're coming. You just knock on my door. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want I'll to be, be like confused. Shay. I said I'd it. Be, I'd be dead confused. I said I'd be it. Like, I'd just be confused because it doesn't happen to me. If people are coming to my house, they're either like, oh, I'm five minutes away. Are you home, by the way? I'm in the area. Are you home? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people don't just turn up no. to my house un- unannounced. So I'm really confused. <laughs> okay, I need maybe... I, I don't know like if Shay. it's a case that people don't think that no, they can uh, do my, that. No, like I've got aunties that are... They will not just turn, they'll just leg- legit turn up. Like, in, when I lived at my mum's house, like, visitors would just be at the door and it's all right. I and for me, it's not, I know it's not my house, it's my parents' house, but the stress that would give me, I, like, severe anxiety, I tell you. I'm just like, why are you here? Like, who sent you? Like, <laughs> do you have an appointment? <laughs> and even, like, even to this day, my mum, my mum always says this, she jokes, but, she always says, I feel sorry for your in-laws to die. Because she, she knows me. If they're the people that turn up, even if they're outside and they've not announced that they're coming, yeah, I'll switch off my lights and lock my doors and I'm going to bed. 
I again, you can ring the buzz, buzz, buzz. I, you didn't tell me you were coming, like so. I'm not expecting anyone, so the door's not getting opened. Interesting again, this hypothetical scenario, yeah, is connected to accessibility. <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. I don't want people coming into my space. I no, think but I'm just trying to think. Is our boundaries do you know what it'd be quite interesting to hear other people's boundaries because right now i'm I'm just getting this thing where it seems like it's accessibility accessibility yeah. accessibility and there's just it seems like there are i have some people in my life that they are free to they can call me at whatever mm-hmm. time do you know what i mean and i have no issue there are some people in my life that if they call me at random times i'd be like is everything okay yeah mm-hmm. do you know what i mean because mm-hmm. this is out of the ordinary for you mm-hmm. but i don't know i just I don't know. I just, I don't know. Boundaries are just, I've never, it's just dawned on me how, <laughs> how foreign they are to me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know why. Is there something wrong with me? Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong I'm like, with you're me. so I'm good. Just, no, that is a, it's the best way to be. Explicit ones. Or maybe you just find out. I'm along sure the I way. do. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah. I, I think I try to deal with problems on an ad hoc basis. Yeah. Definitely. I think people, Different people are going to present unique and different issues and situations yeah. and things like that. I think I like to treat people how I would like to be treated. Yeah. And I think I've been quite blessed with the friends and the people in my life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because a lot of us have a similar way of being. Which is yeah. very good. I think that very also nice. means in turn there's like a mutual respect. So Yeah. Yeah. That o- that also means like boundaries are less likely to be crossed because I've got a like a respect for you. So what I don't want to happen to me, I'm not going to do to you and vice versa sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Could be that. And maybe when there is that respect, mm-hmm. you're not so guarded and have to put up as many boundaries. Yeah. That yeah. is actually true because I feel like some of my boundaries are just targeted at people that I don't know, no, like that, or um, like it's one of those like don't be so over familiar with me because I don't know you like that. Well, except if you're different twang listeners, you can give me a shout out. I don't mind. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think that it is, that is it. I don't know. Maybe that's me. I don't like to be too accessible. I mean, I'm here, like, for my friends, I'm accessible in the way of, like, if you need me to help you out, I'll be there. If you need me to support you, I'll be there. Like, I'm here for you with open arms. Like, if you call me and say tonight, right, we need, a, I need a chat. Like, I need some to vent. I need, you know, I'm like, come around. Like, I will invite you. Like, my house, my house, my door is open. Even though when I say, if you're outside with no invitation or with no announcement, it will be shut. I think that's the case. But if you say you need me, the door is wide open for you to come in. Yeah. Like, I'm accessible, fully accessible to you as a friend and a relative. But I just need you to respect that you're coming to me. So you need to make it known that you're coming. Even if you're five minutes down the road. Oh, today I'm in your area. Are you home? If you are, is it okay for me to come right? Are you free? You're actually thinking about me. You're not just thinking that, you know, you can just walk in like it's Tesco and Asda. It's not free entrance, revolving doors wide open all the time. No. It's just doormat. Just walk, walk, walk. No. Announcement is great. My brother came around yesterday and he called me three hours before he turned up. He was like, oh, 
are you home? I was thinking about coming in at this time in such a time. And he did. And it was fine. Like, I was like, yeah, I'll be asleep at that time, but you can f- come in. Come. It's all right. But the fact that you, I just need you to like, let me know. I just think if you don't let me know that you're coming and you just turn up, you don't respect my time. You think I'm just sat here twiddling my thumbs waiting for you to come and visit mm. me. <laughs> but no, I've got things to do. It, it does surprise me though, because like, I will speak to people and they will tell me about certain boundaries that have been crossed within their life mm-hmm. by other people. And I'm just, I think I'm, I tend to be shocked because I'm just <laughs> like, how did that happen? Or why did that happen? Okay. Okay. Like, okay, I'll use this for example. Yeah. I, I don't want to be in a relationship where we verbally abuse each other oh, yeah. and yeah. swear at each other oh, for no, instance yeah. right yeah so i wouldn't want someone to be like do you know what f you mm-hmm. or to call me like a bitch or do you oh, know what name. i mean like yeah. and it be in in a in an angry manner Mm-hmm. yeah right mm-hmm. I but I don't feel like I need to say that I yeah think if it ever was to happen mm-hmm. I would be like whoa 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 Time what's out. going on yeah. there yeah. do you know what I mean like I just feel like that's just a thing out of respect I don't necessarily feel like it is a boundary yeah, yeah. that I need to set it's yeah. just like so, if that ever was to happen I know that makes me feel uncomfortable I know that is a line that I wouldn't want somebody to cross yeah I wouldn't I also wouldn't want to cross that with somebody yeah. if I am in a position where I have to be, where I feel like I get so angry and I'm like f you this that and the third cussing them out in that kind of mm-hmm. way then I'll have to sit back and be like maybe this person is yeah not for you because they're bringing out a side of you yeah that is not you yeah exactly. do you know what I mean yeah yeah oh, so I try to bring I, I think I try to center myself around people that are I try to put myself in positions with people that keep me one centered keep that make me feel good about myself and i also i want them to bring the best out of me and i want to bring the best out of them too that's a good way i like how you you are though i like the fact that you deal with things as they come and i think everything is a bit smoother you're more relaxed when you don't have as many boundaries um yeah but i don't think you guys are not relaxed i think you guys are relaxed as well no but i've heard people say that i'm like the whole you need an uh, you need an announcement before coming to my house they're like oh well, that's not how African households work. Oh, who said that? My house Time is your house. It should have been, been an open door policy. No. Uh, With what mortgage are you paying? <laughs> that is just open. No. It's not an open door policy. Do you know, Therefore, like, that's what they think. Even, like, You've got to now. Be respectful of other people's time. Like, now in, like, my uh, my singleness. Yeah, in case you didn't know. Um <laughs> 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 Oh my god. In, in my singleness and me like living with my sister, my parents would never just show up at the doorstep. They'll call first. Fair enough, they might be mm. five minutes away. <laughs> but this they're going to call. call first. Is it okay if I come? It's not even an I'm coming. So I don't get the concept of someone saying when you do have your marital home saying it's okay for me to just to turn up unannounced because i'm african that that does not make sense oh and the other thing other thing even with african some african households like you know well, you you said you're coming to stay for the weekend tell me why you're still here a week later yeah, yeah, yeah. i i said Shot yes fired. to you i oh i God. said yes to you <laughs> I said yes to you. Guys. I didn't want to say it. 
I, I said to you, yes, you can come, right? Um, d- based on the time scale that you gave me, I said, you said you're coming for a weekend. So when you don't leave at the weekend, don't now start acting like I'm now moving sideways when I say you need to go. <laughs> but do you think communication, it sounds like when boundaries are overstepped, do you feel like that's as a result of a lack of communication? No. I've been thinking no. you're taking the piss. Sometimes because... it doesn't need to be like implicitly said, like, don't just come to my house randomly. I think it's just manners with some of these things. No, the, okay, let's say... That's what I've said to so my mom. So the first time someone comes to your house uninvited, yeah. How? what do you do? <sighs> because legit, like, if I was just like... I think somebody tried it once. They just oh, came I know. to my house... And I was like, rah, I'm not going to give man, like, notice. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, just going like, to turn up to my house. Right. And I said it as a joke. Yeah. In my mind, I wasn't annoyed, but I was also, I think I was a bit taken aback. Like, raw. what? Like, literally, sometimes I'll be like, what if I wasn't at home? You're just going to be driving. No, I'll tell you, because what I was doing at my mom's house, I'll tell you exactly what I did at my mom's house, whether her un- unannounced visitors were coming. They would come. And then my mum would expect me to now start making tea, coffee, that, this, that, and the third. I was like, no, I've got things to do. I'm going out. I was going out. I was supposed to be out the house 30 minutes ago. Bye. And go. So you come to my house unannounced. You expect me now to stay in my house and entertain you. You're joking. You, I'll start getting ready. I'll be like, oh, you know what? Oh, you caught me at a really bad time. You should have told me you were coming because <laughs> I'm just on my way out. And we're going so out together. You just say to them that. Hey, in future, if you're gonna come to my house, I I I, I would say, oh, you should have told that's that's no, what you're me. doing is Petiana. <laughs> oh, I just need but to start you know. getting ready. Yeah, no, 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 I think yeah, because a lot of so some people they don't see the problem. Yeah, in it. yeah. A lot of people don't see the problem in certain things. Yeah. Right? Mm. So that's why they do it. Mm. That's what so I just, they're not trying well, to be malicious. My, my mom makes me laugh. They're not. Yeah. They're just doing, yeah. They're just being free. Yeah. Yeah. But you're now saying actually I'm not comfortable with this. If the person then continues, that's I would then. That's when I would then look at. Yeah. I would then look at whether this person needs to continue being in my life no but then how about if it's your I've auntie got, i got one auntie that says that i distance myself I've, yeah but I, our household we never grew up like that why are you now trying to bring no some english stuff about making appointments with family members but it's i wouldn't say it's i just english. think it's so confusing because no one's done this to me <laughs> <laughs> do you know what i know like in my household yeah my parents they won't have it <laughs> they, they, so my, my, they just wouldn't i think that's maybe why i didn't experience it they just <laughs> turn up to the house yeah if they were going to turn up they would let us know that that even if if even if usually even if they didn't they're on their way because i think i've got very similar mentality to my parents that maybe be a case that someone's done it once that my dad might make a joke about it if they're friendly like that yeah mm-hmm. and be like oh so you just you just turn up to people's houses <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know and just be like, and you get the quiz like oh so what if i wasn't at home 
Mm-hmm. What if we were doing this? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So then that person also starts to think like, oh, scene, actually, that's true. Because that could have been a wasted trip. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't just that I was in the area. I came intentionally to come and see this person, but I didn't tell them. Maybe next time. Yeah. Should, yeah. And the next time, oh, they'll think twice. It's not even like, before you do this again, think twice and be like, mm. yeah. These things. So what do you do? No, like, what do you do then with people that don't leave after the three days that they said they're coming to stay over? <laughs> also, when are you going? That's the thing. My mom says I shouldn't ask when are you going. Uh-huh. Okay. They're not paying bills. <laughs> I know. I know. Like, oh, well, she says when I, when I get married, that's what she's scared for me because she knows Africa. Some well, I don't know the people that she knows no, are a bit but it's different. It's the polite thing to do, though, to say like. If you're gonna, like, when are you planning on going? For someone to just come, overstay their welcome, and not give you any indication yeah. when they're going to leave. How do so they if know? I now have to ask you, yeah. I literally, I, it did not happen to me, but I think I'd be like, oh, out of curiosity, how many, how many days longer are you thinking to stay? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And then, how about if, if they the just, how about, how about if they say, oh, oh, you know what, I just thought I might stay for the rest of the week. Ah. Uh, you thought I would literally be like, oh, that would have been nice if you communicated it. <laughs> I might say it in jest. Yeah. Honestly, a lot of the fit times when I try and ha- tackle certain things, I might say it in jest. Mm. But the fact that I'm saying it, it's like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, you and should be thinking about like, oh, it why too. Why is it a big deal? I'll be like, but do you pay rent? Because <laughs> <laughs> it is a big deal. Mad. Like it's you don't know what plans things. I had. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It's not. Yeah, it's like it's not. It's not a big deal, but it is a big deal at the same yeah. time because you didn't make that clear. Yeah. So in future, please mm. make that clear. True, true. I like I don't know, that. Maybe I'm saying it like it's dead easy, but sometimes it's not. Communication is difficult. Yeah. And even I sometimes do struggle to communicate things. Yeah. But it is difficult. I don't know. I think at the back of my mind, I'm thinking communication, boundaries go hand in hand. Treating people how you want to be treated, I feel like is also yeah true. It, it helps. I don't know. Very I don't know. true. Maybe I need to. Maybe I need to sit down and think about this boundaries thing because I think I'm out here saying I don't have any boundaries, but I probably have subconscious boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I've set. But maybe they. Yeah. Don't um, worry. You can always update us when you've I, thought of guys, some. Guys, I have a boundary. I found out I have a boundary. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Imagine. So, you guys, I found something in this tweet. I'm I'm always finding tweets. I think Twitter. If you want to sponsor you love your me, Twitter. like please do. I'll give you. <laughs> <laughs> Twitter is a good place. Like though, literally, yeah, everyone's on like Twitter. It. I don't think they're sponsoring anyone. Do you think? Yeah. Anyway, so this tweet said, um, "My therapist said something in our last session that I can't get out of my head." Black women don't often recognize that they're struggling with depression or anxiety. Instead, they think they're failing. What do you guys think about that? Did I write that tweet? (laughs) (laughs) You're relating to it, Shay? The relation. (laughs) No, I do. I feel like that's very relatable content. It is, isn't it? Yeah. Go and explain how you you relate to it. I think... um... I think it's actually quite funny because I think it's something that I experienced not too long ago. Um, and I just couldn't, I was just in this really weird space and this funk and I just felt so low. And I remember like, I was talking to my mom and she was like, what's wrong? Like, what is it? How, let's talk through how you're feeling. And I just was like, by the time I got to it, I was just like, mom, I feel like a failure. Mm -hmm. She Mm -hmm. was like, 
But I was like low. Even I was like, what is going on with me? Do you know what mm. I mean? Like, and I wouldn't want to say, I think it. I think I was level. There was a level of anxiety. Yeah. Included. Mm. I wouldn't say I was like fully blown depressed. Do you know what you were anxious about? Sometimes I'm just weary of the ways of the world. Like yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. Like mm. sometimes it, I just can't explain it. Mm-hmm. But then what I then do is internalize it. And feel because I can't explain it, because I don't understand what's going on, and then I, it just highlights everything that's not right in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then the only thing I can pinpoint is this is wrong, this is wrong, this is wrong. So maybe this is why I feel like this. But the truth is, it might not even have anything to do with those things. Yeah. But at that point, when I'm trying to search so much, or like where I can start the search, and all that I can see are my problems mm. yeah problems that and and then i magnify them problems that might not cause issues usually and now i'm just like because i'm trying to find the cause of my anxiety or the cause of my do you know what i mean whatever i'm going through or my my sadness mm-hmm. i just start with me and my issues and my problems do you know yeah. what i mean yeah and i think most of the time when i look at that you look at the negative and usually he is we connect negativity to failure what i do anyway yeah i i can say i agree with that so i'll just be like this isn't right Mm -hmm. this isn't right and then after like three things that are not right you're like oh i failed myself i failed you i failed Mm. the world i'm failure 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 Mm -hmm. and sometimes it's so difficult because you get yourself in this funk and you Mm. dig yourself into this deep hole of internal pressure Mm. yeah would you would you say like um you know when you're having like this um you're like in this space and you have putting this pressure on yourself would it be something you'd vocalize you said you like spoke to your mom but is it something um like you would have internalized for ages then spoke about it or you just don't speak about it much i think for me Mm -hmm. personally i don't Mm -hmm. i tend not to try and speak about it much because i tend to try and figure out my issues myself Mm. yeah and then sometimes i'm like okay my head is going to explode i need to speak to somebody yeah but i'm always weary of who i speak to because a lot of the time i feel like people can't help me yeah because it's my issues but then if it's a case where it's like okay i'm so sad so I'm now just going to speak to so-and-so, even though they run the risk of them not being able to help me or do anything. Yeah. Mm. And then, you, but most of the time I try, I, I do, I, I kind of just go into this isolation period because I also then don't want people to ask me if I'm okay. Yeah. Because the moment somebody asks me if I'm okay, then I feel like, oh crap, I've let my guard down. Yeah. I see that I'm unhappy. Uh huh. So I've even failed at trying to be fake. <laughs> well, I've even failed at I trying failed to be fake. Fa- I failed at the facade. I failed at the farce. <laughs> but do you feel like I mean? do you do you feel better when you share your what's making you anxious or your no. failure? Do you not feel? Do you not feel like? Well, for me, I, I'm trying to think about how I feel. I don't. I've. I don't think I feel anxious about anything, which is thank God for that. But, like, when I get into a funk of my own self-doubt, for me, it's self-doubt. It's not anxiety. I think that I can't do what I've, I want to do. 
then I internalize to say, okay, I'm not good enough to do what I, what I want to do. But then um, after speaking to someone, I end up thinking, wait a minute, I can do this. Because they're like, no, they, they remind me of the things I have been able to achieve so far. I remind me that, no, if you've done this before, you can definitely go and do this. So then I'm like, oh, okay, get my mind back in check. Let's go and do it. And then I'll go and do it. But I've not felt anxious about anything, like worried about yeah. anything as such I thank God about. But um, I've always been able to get my mind together out of my own self-doubt. So it's by speaking to someone about it, I've always thought, I've always felt that I, fe- I feel better after speaking to someone. Um yeah. Um, do you know what yeah. I think self-doubt is different I think from I think when I'm in a place of self-doubt mm. I usually do speak to people and I'm like oh I don't and I'm similar to you and then I usually find that actually that does help because then some of the people that I'll speak to would either just be like just do it yeah or give me some tips on how to improve or mm-hmm. do, do you know what I mean or yeah. help me fill in the gaps of what I'm trying to sort out yeah um whereas if I'm feeling anxious mm-hmm. a lot of, I've found that a lot of the times when I'm feeling anxious I can't pinpoint the source of the anxiety mm. I, I and that's I where I get you. stressed because then I'm like I don't know what's wrong yeah. it's not one thing I it's get you. multiple things but I can't even tell you to why and it's just, like sometimes it's really yeah sometimes they're really menial and then I feel stupid mm. <laughs> I, I just I just get I into my head like you. I just I don't know what's wrong I just feel do you know sad. I can I can so oh, relate with can you remember. Shay because yeah. my anxiety comes I know where it comes from a lot. It's from, um, what do you call it? It's like work-related. Well, it's actually more so to do with like my chosen career path. Like the anxiety I feel in thinking that I'm going to be in the same career that I'm in for the next, how, how many years till retirement? What, however, 30 something years. Like, anytime I think about that, even like on, well, last, sometime last week, I, I, I had that thought in my head and I could feel it. Cause for me, um, like, you know how they, I don't know if you've heard about this, but like anxiety and stuff, it's also linked to your body having these reactions to anxiety. My reaction, mm-hmm. I've had before is like um panic attacks. I also I felt as if I was going to have a panic attack because the thought of me doing this job for the next thirty something years, even though it's not it's not mm. that's how much like I really don't like this career path. I I just nearly went into that space again. And like I think the last time I'd ever had like a panic attack was um, you know, around COVID times. When Tadai mm. was going to, what did you call it? When Tadai was working, like, I, I remember this one night, I just, I just couldn't breathe. I just thought, oh my gosh, I'm going to get it. Like, and it, it was one of those, I just had to just open the window and just breathe. Mm. This was like the middle of the night. But I think mm. that was eased by the fact that, I think the good thing is that I got it in the end. So it wasn't like so terrible. But mm-hmm. at the same time, it's like with like 
my anxieties do make me feel like my work-related anxiety just makes me feel like oh my gosh I failed myself like it is pretty much like you said you just it's sort of linked to like failure like what if I don't achieve what I want to achieve that also gives me anxiety as well I don't know I feel like it's unnecessary pressure that I Mm. give myself because of course I'm not going to like switch careers in overnight but it's the it's the whole process thing that that kind of grinds me down with that being said yeah we've we were on what like week 14 mm-hmm. i was gonna Since say 12 <laughs> no girl we ain't Since there no more one. yeah and obviously this is just more so what the people have also been hearing mm-hmm. you've discussed yeah your dislike for your career path yeah are you taking any steps in order to change that that's the thing i am taking the steps but i still it's just the thought of me like not being able to do it that gets me so anxious like i just get like oh i can't i can't do this like not being able to do what as in I won't be able to leave. I don't know. I was going to say I'm trapped in the closet, but I'm not arguing. When you're taking steps to to move forward, why do you no, think you're I know, stay, stay I know still? that, but it's almost as if, like, I think maybe it's self-doubt related. Thinking maybe I'm not going to be able to achieve it. But I feel like I know I can. It, it's What's the achievement? The, the achievement is to um what do you call it to change like my career path are you putting all your energy into moving forward or are you doing one leg in one leg out i wouldn't say it's necessarily one leg in one leg out it's just that because i still have like a full-time job to do as well so um yeah I just feel like because it's not as, it, it's different from if I had just done it like at uni, because at uni you put your full time into it, but this time it's like doing like a full time job as well as trying to learn something new. So, mm-hmm. but, um, but yeah. Is it so, is you is your fear actually about moving or not feeling like you will do what you need to do with the new thing that you're trying to do like like i've said before like i don't the job that i do it's not the fact that it's like horrible and stuff it's just mind-numbingly boring that that that's what makes me like hate it and it's the it's more so the the industry rather than the job itself do you know what i mean but Mm. Like I said, like, I'm just working. How about if you were to go part-time and spend half the time doing your future stuff and the other time Yeah, doing but that's the thing. With going part-time Pay comes up. with, um, what do you call it? With but is it worth your mental health? Pay? That's another thing. Is it worth I feel like, for me, I'd have to be, like, in a place, like, um, financially... 
like a financially comfortable. Not that I'm saying if I do take pay cut, I'll be super like not uncomfortable. But I'm just saying like I I won't be comfortable in myself to be like okay mm. I'm gonna lessen my hours to pursue this. Mm. That will just add a whole nother level of anxiety. But um, but you know what? Yeah, I think for you, rest assured, Rivimbo, you are doing something else you are taking mm-hmm. the steps to move on at some point to something else do you know what i mean yeah, yeah. you're not stuck and don't know what you want to do because that's that's the issue. horrible bit that like, bit for some people they are stuck mm-hmm. yeah they feel stuck they don't feel like they can do anything else they don't know what else they want to try yeah. or attempt to try or do you know what i mean but you are on the journey mm-hmm. yeah so what you know the journey would be in vain if you don't ever yeah take the step to then go okay this is time to put this one to bed yeah and this is the time to now to start take, this make one. the transition into this do you know what i mean yeah um you wouldn't be putting in the effort that you're putting into the other thing that you're trying to do. Yeah. If you didn't think that you would be able to leave. Yeah. That's true. That's why I'm almost like, maybe you need to sit down and think where your actual anxiety lies. Oh, is in it could be that. I hear you. Could it be that you think that, okay, when it comes to now moving that the new thing that you want to do you won't find any opportunities or da, 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 da. do you know what I mean yeah. because then maybe when you if because I don't think you would have chosen this other thing without thinking it through in terms of what That's the prospects true. could be and all of these things but maybe I'm just speaking out no, no I understand what, what you what you're saying I do. Do you know what? I'll tell you something I've also become anxious about lately. About death. I've been so aware about death lately. It's just... I know what you mean. I'll tell you a, a thing. Um, Like, the when you were talking about all of these anxieties, like, for example, about your panic attack, uh, attacks when you feel anxious, and Shay, when you said that you can could, you could have a physical response to anxiety it did make me remember like when i was working with covid in the midst of the madness that was um Mm. march and april where honestly my body i felt like i was having an outer body experience in in those months i can't even relive those couple of months of covid that we had Mm. um like looking after patients where he's talking about death as well where death i would see two to three people die a day and that Mm. be for two three months i mean that was crazy and i couldn't sleep i just dream about being at work wake up go to work i just felt like i was in this machine and my body couldn't shut down and i remember what you said as well shay before to say you don't know what's actually wrong like i couldn't tell if you'd i, I couldn't tell you what was wrong but mm. i knew something was wrong but i couldn't figure out what it was cuz mm. i be the job is stressful but it's not like i've never had this much stress at work this stress mm. uh, of the moment was crazy you're scared of getting it you, you, you 
you're seeing everyone die and relatives can't come in you've got people crying on the phone it makes you feel like oh my god if i if i get it my family get it you just you just you're in this place in your head where you you can't get out um so i end up going for counseling myself for this because i was like oh i got to the point where i'd be on the ward and someone that says oh tonight how are you are you okay i just burst into tears and i was like oh my god i can't even i can't the consultants were like oh, come here come here let's go and have a cup of tea i can't argue i can't touch you don't touch your eyes you know you're gonna get covid and I'm arguing with people at work. It's just, it was a horrible time. Um, so anyway, I ended up going for counselling and they gave me like a flow sheet to work out my anxiety. Um, mm. So it was like, what's stressing you? What can you do about it? What can you change and what can you not change? Mm. So I had to list those. Um, that was my homework and I was actually going to go for hypnotherapy. But then I got Ooh. COVID myself. And then I what? didn't end up going for the hypnotherapy. What would you Why have you done for hypnotherapy? hypnotherapy? Is it to help with anxiety? What is that when they so put the clock dream. in your face? They don't put a clock in your face. Oh my goodness! <laughs> <laughs> I saw it on ancient TV. Program. Oh yes, but that ain't it. <laughs> okay, but hypnotherapy that sounds a little bit like extreme. I know, but that's how they, that's what they yeah, the 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 ther- the counselor at work was going to do because she said it helps with sleep and relaxing and because I was in my head and couldn't get out, that that's how can I can describe it. I can't describe how I described it to her because it seems ages ago now. I can only tell you what I lived through because now yeah. I feel like I'm in a different... Honestly, I felt, like I said, an out-of-body experience. It, I was not me. So anyway, she, I couldn't sleep. I couldn't... I, if I did sleep, I'm dreaming about being at work. I Then I go to work, so it never stopped. So the hypnotherapy was to break up that cycle yeah. so my I could switch off and, like... I don't know, just switch off. So she was, she was going to do it. And what she said is, well, it's going to be more like, just relaxation. It's like more like, she called it relaxation when she's explained it to me. I was like, mm, I don't know about hypnotherapy. I'm trying to control my mind and all of that jazz. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I was, to be honest, at that point, I was willing to try anything. But I think God knew what the situation was and said no. Even, even if you do catch COVID, which I did, that six weeks, five weeks off work helped me get back into my head um, and get out of the situation. But yeah, I couldn't, that was my physical reaction to my anxiety. So I was anxious about death. So for me, my anxiety was like, okay, I'm seeing death so much and seeing death every day. Mm-hmm. If I lose a family member one day, because I've, no, I've not lost any close relatives that, well, mm-hmm. I've now lost one. Um, but... I'm talking about my grandparents, the book, they're all, they're alive. I've not lost them. My parents, both alive. My siblings, ever my uncles, aunties, most of them are still alive. So I'm grateful for that. But mm. how is that going to affect my grieving process if, or if I am always surrounded by death? Do you know so what? that was my anxiety. Then I started, then yes. I, that's what, then I went to counseling for that. That was one of the question, topics that we tackled in counseling. Cause I said to mm. them, I'm seeing death and grieving from people I don't even know. I'm upset that they're dying and I'm the one that's dying. They're dying and I'm holding their hands whilst they die. One day when I lose my 
close people. Mm-hmm. How about if I don't cry for them because I've cried so much for so, um yeah. other people? Anyway, we said we were going to tackle death, didn't we? This is getting a bit deep. <laughs> but no, anyway, but like, it's, it's still all how tagging. am I going to? Yeah, so I was like, I'm scared that I won't be able to grieve properly. How about if I don't cry for my mom? How about if I don't cry for my grandparents? Because I love them so much. I want to cry. Do you know what I mean? And because I've mm. cried so much for other people's family members, how am I going to grieve? So that was my. In you. Yeah, I, I don't want to become numb, especially to mm. them, to my loved ones, the people that are actually close to uh. me. So she, she tackled that with me. She said, no, mm. it's going to be different. Grief is different. It has different, um, phases yes you're grieving with these people because you're doing this out of your the compassion that you have in your job but um your family are going to be different you're going to grieve for them and it will be a different type of grief but you will still be able to grieve but grieve properly it might be a bit different you'll grieve but... differently for each person yeah in your family as well yeah so, so that was that's my the truth as well that's what i've always like i was so scared of, and i'm and i still and i still I, I am but i've rationalized it compared to how i was before because i was like oh i don't want to see any more death like i can't i can't i can't because it's like i won't be able to grieve for my families when they don't want when they when they die and i was like they're not even dying anytime soon but i was acting as if they're dying tomorrow and i won't be able to cry for them do you know what i mean (laughs) yeah i think lately like one of my anxieties has been tied to like you know to death and like family like family members and stuff because i'm from like i've got a huge family and my dad he's like one of the one of the younger ones siblings so all my aunties Mm. are like older they're like in their like 70s and like because i have do have such a large family we've we've had like accidents happen and stuff like car crashes or whatever so like i've been aware about death from like such an early age um like such a young age maybe about maybe three or four like maybe i'd understand like someone's died they're not coming back but maybe i couldn't like explain it so i've been like aware of it and um even like like my cousins maybe like to ill health or or stuff i've had i've like experienced that even like cousins that are like younger than me so like lately it's just like i I like I worry about um let's say like <laughs> so funny this happened with like one of my cousins let's say we like made a plan I made a plan with one of my cousins to like meet up and stuff and then um she didn't she didn't um she was at work she got caught up at work her phone was going to voicemail and then um and I was so anxious that she wasn't answering i thought she was dead that was like my instant thought is that she's died that's why she's not answering her phone um i called her workplace and said she's gone i thought i thought someone murdered her and she was in a ditch so when she when when she called me back and then um answered the phone i just burst out crying because i i was just I think the stress from not knowing where people are just makes me think mm. automatically that they're dead, which is why, like, mm. I have, like, I have this be- ongoing beef with, like, my sister. Like, anytime she says, uh, she goes out, I'm like, I want you to tell me where you're going. Oh, uh, what time mm. we're coming? All of that stuff. Because I know for a fact 
my anxiety is going to be like through the roof if I don't hear from you from whenever. So even like sometimes with my family, my mum and dad go like on a road trip. I know the the driving somewhere me and my experience have had a number of family members die on the road so most of the time during that day I think I hope they're okay I hope they're okay or sometimes I'll just call just to see if they're fine but it's one of those it's like unreasonable Mm. for me to think every road trip's going to end up in a car crash do you know what I mean Mm. so Mm. it's just um I don't know. I feel like I need to go to therapy for that one because I don't know what I'm going to do with that one. I can't tell everyone I love to stop driving. <laughs> <laughs> I no, cannot. legit. Every, every, yeah, therapy is good, you know. It is, it is good. Like, it is good. It, it to literally stresses me out. Mm. And that's probably that's why you don't like having passengers in your car. Yeah, that's another reason. I don't... Because... It's it's one of those, like, the way I was taught, right, about driving, like, a car is, you could die in a car, <laughs> to be honest. It's not, it's not, it's not something to play with. So if you're going to have someone in your car, their life is in your hands, sort of thing. That's why sometimes I'm not even, com- well, in going other people's cars, um, it depends who you are if I'm funny with it or not. But in terms of me trying to drive other people, especially other people's children, I'm like, mm-mm. Unless it's, like, family. But if it's, like, let's say a friend's child or something, I don't want to do that because I, I feel like I don't want that responsibility because I'm just thinking, what if? Then I'll feel the guilt. But at the same time, you can't really think like that. Well, it's not. It doesn't sound like it's totally unreasonable yeah. for them to have these fears because, you know, you're they're based on experiences. Yeah. That, yeah. You know, are privy to what you've seen in mm-hmm. the past and yeah. what your family have been through. Mm-hmm. So it's not like it's just random. Yeah. yeah. It makes sense, but living your life in such fear mm-hmm. of these things is where it then becomes quite dangerous and it becomes unhealthy because, you know, you're just putting yourself under unnecessary stress and, you know, anxiety. And, you know, that can develop into other things. That's Mm -hmm. true. Um, If it it goes undealt with kind of thing. Yeah, Um, definitely. You said it already. I definitely think maybe it's something worth, like, speaking to somebody about and talking through and actually then tackling head on Mm -hmm. as to okay these things have happened in the past this is why i think like this okay when these and i think having something that's i don't know if it's therapy or if it's counseling i don't Mm -hmm. i need to understand the difference between the two but having some helpful steps when these thoughts come into play and then and and helpful steps on how to deal with them is potentially something that you need because it's not like just let them go do you know what i mean like Mm. no you're gonna have to work through them because it's like so embedded in how you feel and how what you've seen and how you've been feeling for years but i think one of the things that i wanted to mention earlier is like i feel sometimes dealing with anxiety as a christian can be quite a daunting experience as well Mm. yep because all you hear is do not be anxious about anything but there's countless mm-hmm. verses and there's countless yeah. mm. you know 
there's countless scripture in the Bible that will mm-hmm. talk about anxiety and mm-hmm. its lead- needlessness. And I understand it because sometimes when I sit down and I'm worrying or I'm mm-hmm. anxious about things, it's about a lot of the times it's about things that I cannot change. And yeah. if I can change them, sometimes it's when you sit down and you just go, okay, all you need to do is this one thing. Do you know what I mean? But yeah. it's just like so crippling to take that step yeah. because you're just riddled in fear. But I feel like sometimes as well, it's just like, there can sometimes be this happy-go-luckiness about Christianity. Mm. It's just like, oh, all you need to do is pray. And yeah. once you've prayed about it, you know, leave it with God it, and it will go. And sometimes you're just like, no, but in the moment right now, mm-hmm. I might have prayed about it or it might be on my list of things that I'm dealing with and yeah. I'm journeying with God through. But the moment that I'm breaking out in hives or the moment that I'm having a panic attack or the moment that I'm... I'm like I cannot breathe mm-hmm. because this thing is in my mind. Like, like God, why am I experiencing this? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Or you just, or you sit down and you're like, okay, maybe it's a case that God is not hearing my prayers then because I'm yeah. in this serious funk. Or and that will you know, add I've to another been level crying of for days. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. honestly, and I feel like it can just be like, I I do I agree I feel like sometimes it can add to the anxiety yeah and sometimes you look at other people and it just seems like oh they're just getting through it and I think I think for I think being in the being in black church for for years on end like growing up in black church mm-hmm. anxiety just was like just having anxiety felt like an anxious experience <laughs> because it just seemed like it was something that you should just not experience mm-hmm. but then I came to like the church that we go to now mm-hmm. and then like hearing like Uyghur people are very open about like mental health and mm-hmm. their the effects on their daily life and things like that and like yeah. hearing like our lead pastors talk about it and yeah. their experiences with it mm-hmm. and humanized it yeah humanized it? is that a word yeah. yeah made it like really a, like made it a real they didn't it wasn't normalizing it like everyone has it. It's mm-hmm. fine. Yeah. Go lucky. Can't. No, it was like, this happens mm-hmm. and this is part of life. Yeah. Which made it feel like, oh, you're not, you're less alone. In yeah. It. That's true. Um, and that Christians do experience it too, yeah. kind of thing. Even despite the Bible saying, be anxious for nothing, mm-hmm. but in everything, prayer and supplicate. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. It just so it's like even though we, the Bible can say all these things, it can still happen because it is still part of life. Yeah. Um, but I'm not gonna lie. Sometimes I find that speaking to other Christians or speaking to Christians on a Christian perspective about anxiety is the last thing I want to do. Mm-hmm. Because the first thing they want to say is. Let's pray. You just need to pray about it. Mm. Yeah. Like and I, when you're yeah. thinking, like, do you really think I've not tried prayed that. about it? Like, I've <laughs> been like, praying. I'm a woman of God. Like, that was the yeah. first thing I, I did. did. Like, that's yeah. one of the initial things that I do. Yeah. But clearly, I'm still going through it, whether it's what God wants yeah. me to journey through in that moment so then I can 
overcome it or whatever yeah. but yeah i'm going through it right now uh-huh. you can pray for me if you want to <laughs> yeah um, but yes i've prayed yeah it's like someone going oh i can't find my phone oh, have you checked your pockets have you checked your bra- yes i've checked all those places <laughs> do you know what I mean? like i'm not dumb oh, <laughs> and i've done the obvious gesture yeah like i need something yeah. out of the ordinary here yeah because i've I've been doing the ordinary. True. But maybe sometimes because we just expect like next day things to just prayer to be like prime. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> next day well, delivery. Jeff Jeff Bezos. Next day delivery. <laughs> it's gone away now. Do you know what I mean? Like, or, but it doesn't work like that. It's <sighs> crazy. But I've always said this um well I've I was taught this analogy when I did um, my nurse training because I'm a general nurse, not a mental health nurse. So the way we understand each other's roles is if you hurt yourself physically here on your hand and you bleed, you're going, or you have hurt yourself, you've broken an arm or like a bone, you're going to go to hospital. You're going to pray for healing, yes, but you're going to go to the hospital and get it fixed. Same with your mental health. Mm-hmm. It's just the same. It's a bit... It's just out of place at the moment and someone just needs to fix it. We're going to pray about it, yes, but you can also go and see someone about it who's spe- who's trained in that area to go to go and do that. If, if you have a toothache, you're going to go to the dentist. So if you've got anxiety, why can't you just go to see a counselor or a therapist? You're allowed, mm. you, you know. It's just the same. Your yeah. physical and mental go hand in hand. Um, especially when you feel like, when your mental health is bad, you sometimes actually feel physical pain. And it's not pain mm. that's actually related to hurting somewhere, but your mind is not mm. right. So you feel this pain mm. that's that we say we end up having these panic attacks, physical reactions to mental pain. Mm. Yeah. So we need to sort it all out and see. Yeah, definitely pray. Definitely pray. That'll be the first thing we all do as Christians. Um, mm. Or whatever as, faith you are. Yeah. Like, however you usually like do things like. Go to that source first. If it's meditation, mm-hmm. if it's prayer, if it's I don't know speaking to the universe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. you know, do what you've got yeah. to do first. But at the same time, I feel like sometimes we think there's it's a one step fix all kind of thing. But I think now that I'm even saying this, it's sometimes it's an amalgamation of different things, different steps, different solutions that will get the results mm. do you know what i mean like if if i was like let's say i decide to go to therapy i'm not gonna stop praying just because yeah i'm in therapy mm-hmm. like it's the same way like you were saying tender if you want to make it a physical thing like let's say you've broken your arm okay you've had it in the cast then comes the round of physiotherapy mm-hmm. come, do you know what i mean yeah as well as taking the medication as well as resting as well yeah. as all these different things come yeah. together so sometimes i think for me i need to stop thinking that oh i just need this one thing to fix it yeah no it's a case that actually you would need multiple things working yeah. in alignment to make you better yeah. indeed indeed but yeah Indeed. We went in deep, ladies, isn't it? (laughs) (laughs) Real deep. But, um, so, have we got any recommendations? I think I'll just fall back on what I said before. um, That 
if you feel like you're not alright, whether it be physical or mental, speak to someone about it. And don't feel bad that you're not alright. It's okay not to be okay. It's okay to cry. It doesn't mean you're weak. It doesn't mean you failed. Yeah. It's just it's a it's a it's a moment that you just need to address and ride through. And speak to people that you you want to confide, like in a, that are your confidence that you uh that you trust. And if sometimes you feel like you know what, I don't want to speak to anyone that I do know. There is help out there. Um, you can call your GP. That's the first point that they'll always go tell you to go to. Speak to your GP about your mental health, and then they can signpost you to a mental health service that you can um, jump on to. Um, my recommendation is this book that I've um, I listened to on Audible. I think it was last year. It's called Take Control of Your Life um, with Mel Robbins. Um, it's actually it's only you can only get it on Audible. It's not um. It's not a book, so I lied. Um, so what it is, she has, it's almost like a therapy session. So she has these people and she records them so you can hear them as well. And so they have like a session and then she, after what they've spoken about, um, she goes through like a breakdown of what that person is going through. So she has a, like a number mm. of people. So it's quite interesting, like in, because it comes along with like a workbook, so it asks asks you certain questions about your life. So it's not necessarily that what all of them are going through is what you're going through, but you might find that you identify with at least like one of them. And so the workbook it allows you to ask yourself questions that you maybe not have asked yourself to help you like maybe discover what it is you're anxious about and like why. And um, it's for me it was it was it was actually quite good and I enjoyed it. So mm-hmm. a good way to do it is if you go get an audible free trial and you cancel <laughs> it before thirty days, put it in your calendar. <laughs> Don't say I never plug you on anything. You can get it for free. My recommendation I think following this conversation that we've had today has really got me thinking in terms of boundaries. So I don't know if many people are similar to me <laughs> in terms of no, not knowing whether they have any boundaries, but I guess it would be worth doing like a internal check with yourself, with those of you that have all these boundaries set already, just to understand whether they're reasonable, unreasonable, <laughs> and how to communicate through those better. Yeah. And then if there's, any other people like me who seem to struggle with the concept of boundaries, which is crazy because I don't understand how I'm struggling with the concept of boundaries, but um, <laughs> to look at whether you do need to set boundaries and how you would go about setting those boundaries and how you go about communicating those boundaries. I think for me, I'm in a position of looking at that and understanding boundaries a little bit better to see where maybe I am... Um, potentially even allowing people to walk over me because I've not got boundaries in place or understanding where I can communicate myself better so that people know what Mm. I stand for and what I don't stand for as well what lines can be crossed and what can't be crossed so yeah I'd say doing an internal boundary check is my recommendation well 
thank you so much for listening today guys um it's been another great episode but i guess it's been a little bit deeper than it would normally be <laughs> thanks Rue, for just kicking off asking us about pet peeves and that. <laughs> pet peeves um, but it yeah spiraled <laughs> you kind of did i'm gonna cry myself this week okay. <laughs> please don't mad <laughs> i'm joking but yeah um once again thank you for listening it's been another episode of different twang um but yeah if you want to stay up to date with us um why don't you follow us on instagram our instagram handle is at different twang we love to hear what you guys have thought was interesting from the episodes or some of the madness that everyone else has said bar myself (laughs) (laughs) no but join the conversation on twitter and please hashtag different twang feel free to also email us the email address is different twang at gmail.com but yeah we love you and we'll see you on the flip side next week thursday see you soon Bye. bye